The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by Mullen Labe Cigars. Every man dies, not every man really lives. It's a movie line. It's the fundamental principle by which this premium, organic, small batch cigars are made. Their tobacco has a 200-year-old generational line and is grown in soil free from GMOs, fertilizers, and pesticides. Mullen Labe Cigars are produced in small batches, and when they are gone, they're gone. Their work is marked by an outpouring of skill and pride. The result is a cigar that defines the luxury smoking experience one worthy of your finest moments. Celebrate your biggest victories with Maolave Cigars. Shop today at M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel. Maolave Cigars, don't wait to experience something great. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Hey, boys and girls, make sure I'm saying it right. I got cut off. You missed it. You gave off. one extra beat. We well, need I one extra my, beat. I cut myself off. How are you, boys and girls? Welcome into the Bostonian versus the book here on a Tuesday. Dave Sherapen is the book. Matt Perot, the Bostonian. We are live on YouTube. We are live on Twitter. We are replayed on Sirius XM channel 159. What is up? You late night crazy owls. Thank you for watching, listening, and being a part of the show, Sports Grid TV on replay as well. We have a lot to get to on the program, including Todd Bromelkamp from KGYM Radio in Iowa. He will join the program at 2 p.m. Eastern time as we will talk about Iowa, Iowa State. It is Cyhawk week, Mr. Bear, uh, Mr. Sherapan. How are you? Almost called me Bromelkamp. Is you that close? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Bra- uh, no, uh, Sherapan. <laughs> Good to see you, Mr. Bostonian. I am Mr. Book. The show is versus. <laughs> well, we're not versus each other. We're versus the world. True. We're a show for the people. True. Everybody comes into the chat, hits the like button, hit the subscribe button, gets in the Discord channel. What is the Discord channel again? B V B. The Visa versus show.com. BVB show.com. Over on the versus today. I don't know why. That's okay. Listen, big week, college football. Recovery day. We'll do the what's up, what's happened last night. What what are we looking ahead to? We got baseball on deck. We got the team of the day. Are you wearing the Bengals hat? And like I wore the Cincy hat. Are we going to talk about Cincinnati? A little Bengals chit chat a little bit later on. Yeah. As to what they did. Remember, if you are watching on Sports Grid, we are on an hour later than normal. We have pushed it back an hour. So if you're going, I'm used to watching hour two right now. You're getting hour number one. That is why it is 10 p.m. Pacific time, 1 a.m. Eastern for both radio and for TV with Sports Grid. So just you're not crazy. You're not going, wait, wait, wait. Aren't you guys normally on first hour right now? No, no, no. It's it's, we're pushing it back. So that's midnight in the central time zone. That is correct, sir. That's perfect. That's right in the middle. That's right where we'll be. It is officially football season. 
And Are we you excited will be yet? There. You excited yet? At all? A little bit. I mean, last night was, I mean, it got exciting because it became apparent that Duke was going to win. So, like, as these games go and we get a little more information, a little more narratives, yes, I'm excited it's football season. I'm more pumped for college, though, to be perfectly honest. Like, I am more pumped up right now for college football. Maybe it is until Thursday, um, you know, when we actually see the Chiefs and the Lions play. And, um, well, you know, all the guess, ramifications of that. But I'm excited about the wild card in the National League. I'm excited about the American League West. I'm excited about everything. So it's interesting that you're not more psyched about Penn State. Like, are you saying that just because because both of your football teams have a lot of hype? So Penn State's already one and zero, and they're already one one and ATS after one of the more miraculous covers of the football season, football week one. Yeah, Pittsburgh, the Steelers are being picked by oh, way too many people. I don't want to say everybody, but a lot, a of, lot people of people are picking the Steelers to be really good. A lot of people, and yeah. you're just kind of like ho humming, whistling your way through the the graveyard here. Like, where's where's the excitement? Where, where's the fire? Because you should be fired up. You could have a really good fall. I, I I know this is one of those things that like the business has beaten that out of me so much. Like <laughs> I just know that like the season wins is still eight and a half for the Steelers, nine in some places. Yes. The season wins for the Nittany Lions stayed at nine or nine and a half everywhere. So, I mean, maybe the market doesn't agree. Maybe the market agrees, but a lot of the people in the content space versus everybody. Is picking the Steelers and, and and like make the playoffs? Yes, over the season wins. Yes, even talking about them making the playoffs. Yes, possibly winning the division. Yes, and I'm like, not yet. Penn State. Listen, let's just get to Iowa. We'll get to that game. Then it becomes real. And I liked what I saw Saturday. Believe me, but that was Pagula. By the way, the backup quarterback. Yes, I know. You know, Pagula like built the rink. I think that's the kid. No, you mean the owner of the bill, the owner of the, the Buffalo Bills, that family, that family. They built the rink. They're responsible for taking Penn State to the Division One level. Oh, big donors. Okay, you're gonna tell that kid to not go in the end zone. No, he went for it on fourth down inside the Get rest in there. But he went for it on fourth. I'm not, arguing, I'm not arguing that I like the bet, the cash, but he did go for it on fourth down inside of his own inside the red zone. Like, they didn't have to do that. They ran that loop-de-loop play West Virginia did. I don't know if yes, that was the did. cause of all that. Um, like, yeah, what are you they running did. a go-for-two conversion loop-de-loop, all that other stuff for? Say, oh, you're going to do that? The ring around the rosy play. We're coming yeah. down and score. Make sure you cannot do that play again. I don't know. It's not. I don't think it's a horrible read. That it, I mean, look, James Franklin is known to do stuff like that, so I'm not going to put it past him. It's a rivalry. It's you know a chance to get the alumni, Pennsylvania. It's legal to bet in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Nobody was betting against Penn State who went yeah, to the game. Gotta, gotta ramp up the game with the the Wi-Fi in the stadiums. There's a lot of stadiums redoing the Wi-Fi because for a lot of time and the Wi-Fi in the stadiums is bad. Notably, everybody I know that goes to the Eagles games, they can't bet the games. Nothing in there. Nothing huh. works. Interesting. So 
overloading know. the tower. But it may, but I mean, going into the game, everybody laid 20 and a half. So oh, they laid 18 and 17. Fine. Yeah. All the way up. Right. They laid so, that all the way up. You know, you got to go and. <laughs> what they lay last night? How'd that work out for? Coaches and stupid. I, I mean, look, last night's going to be a tough one, I think, for a lot of Clemson fans because. <sighs> I hate the word over, but it kind of feels like it's over for Dabo Sweeney. Like, like over the total? No, like over his tenure of running through the ACC and being an elite coach in this sport. Oh, over the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, that was as oh. poorly coached oh. team as I've seen in a really long time as a top 10 ranked team with a five-star quarterback who it's now his team with a first round pick running back with a dominant offensive line in a really good defensive front. How in the hell do you get run off the field by Duke? If you change the uniforms, it would have looked more accurate. Fair. Duke looked like Clemson. I would give you that. Watch the, the watch the game without the sound again and kept saying they're not even they're not stronger. They're not faster. They're not bigger. It didn't look like anything that we've seen. They always had the best talent, right? Dabo always had the best guys, and then they played better than the other team. That was Duke last night. That wasn't, you know, Florida State. That wasn't a powerhouse, and they look like a powerhouse. It's going to be very interesting to see if Dabo Sweeney can adjust to the NIL and transfer portal world. Because as of right now, we are about two and a half years into it. He's failing miserably. Because if I'm DJ Ugalele last night, I'm laughing my ass off. I'm putting my feet up and I'm going, you guys made it about me. You guys said it was all my fault. You made, you let me hang out to dry. You guys go to Duke. We went to San Jose State and won by 50. What do you guys do? You guys went to Duke and got run off the field and they stormed the field on you. Smoked. I, they, I, I still enjoy the storm the field, even if there oh, was yeah. like, what, half a stadium? So what? Look, I'm good. I mean, yeah. we, no, I mean, no one thought they were going to win. You it ever do Duke. that? On a football? Why would my – I don't have a football team to storm a field with. Basketball. I mean, you were down there for a lot of time. Were you ever on the field for the storming? I told you, yeah, multiple times. Alabama. Oh, yeah, multiple times. Fear for my life many times. <laughs> On it, South Carolina in particular, right? Many, many that's, times I looked around going, uh "Oh, okay, not, not good." I've been scared, so I, yeah, I was down there on the field a lot when when storming in the fields happens. I only was because uh, Alabama never stormed the field when I was covering them. Iowa State did a couple of times when I was covering them. Um, Nebraska never did when I was covering them. I I was sort of like the kiss of death for a lot of programs when I was there. <laughs> Seriously, it was true. I mean, I went down to Alabama. I saw five coaches in four years. Mm. I went to Iowa and Iowa State. Or I, well, first I went to Nebraska, where I had to suffer through the Bill Callahan era Ooh. and then the beginning of the Bo Pelini era. Oh. And so I saw, you know, I got there right after Frank Solitz got run off and, Bo, and Bill Callahan came in and everything was happening with Bill Callahan in Nebraska and Steve Peterson and them holding up. Like, it was perfect because it, that's the type of radio I did. I did angry, mad fire everybody radio. <laughs> so like when the teams, you either want a team to be really bad or really good. And got most really often, bad I got really bad. 
everywhere I went, pretty much. It got really bad everywhere. And then like the Big 12 almost died with Iowa State. And so that was going on and their whole freak out. You know, Iowa is eight and four Ferentz, and that's just what they do every year. Oh, and so I had to go ahead and remind them that that's not a good football season. Going eight and four in college football no. is not good. No. But give me my bowl trip. That's all I care about. Okay, you got your bowl trip every year. So that was going on. And then. So you're not a jinx. You're a a, a, a bad program follower. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know. You took I was, down Alabama, for goodness sake. I didn't take. No, I mean, Virginia was good when I was there. They were, I mean, middle of the pack, I guess you could say. Vatek was good when I was there, when, when I was in Virginia. I just didn't cover them because <laughs> Blacksburg was far away. But, I mean, look, my teams, I, I used to say my teams just took over everything. So I showed up and then my teams won everything. So people just had to deal with it. But you, you, you left Boston and they got super good. Yeah. I was there for game four of the world series when they won That's the world right. series. Were, I was there did, for that. I was, the I, I was that. there okay. when the Bruins won the, won the Stanley cup in 20, 2011. I was there when the Red Sox won the world series in 2013. I was, uh, okay. No. So you, you were there for a good run. Yeah. So you, I was you got the good stink a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah. 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 My team. I, 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 I had no, my team did wonderful things. Just all the teams I covered, I showed up and I was the angel of death. Arctic came in just now and said, you heard it here first. Matt is the reason Nebraska is in the shitter. Sorry, Will. <laughs> well, no, Steve Peterson's the reason why Nebraska is in the There's shitter. There's a lot of other reasons but, why, yeah, Arctic. You I, can't I, blame P. I just showed Matt up, I mean, is in the shitter for a lot of reasons. I mean, firing Frank Solich will be the curse. I mean, no one has come up with like a cute name for it yet, but the curse of Frank Solich is real. I mean, Nebraska has been trying the to curse replicate. of Frank Solich? Did you just make that up? It's a real thing. I mean, there's no cute name for it, but it's true. What? That's when Nebraska lost their soul. Oh, they went. They went from the handpicked successor of their most famous coach in Tom Osborne, handing it over to Frank Solich, who won, who went nine and three, I believe, in the final his final year, and they fired him. They said that wasn't good enough, and they were going to modernize. And Nebraska mm. couldn't be a run first team anymore because recruits didn't want to run the triple option. Recruits wanted to go play all high flying, flashy stuff. And so they brought in Bill Callahan. Mm. I thought Bill Callahan, the NFL guy, was going to resurrect everything. The West Coast offense. Here it comes. Look out. They're bringing in Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor, speaking of them, bringing in Zach Taylor. Here we go. We're going to throw the ball. We're going to get all these JUCOs. They they turned the roster over like Deion Sanders that first year for Bill Callahan. Get rid of everybody. Did he come from Washington or the Raiders when he came? He had been blown out of the NFL. I don't remember which coach, okay. which he was the head coach. I think he was the Raiders. I think it was head coach of the Raiders. He got yeah. blown out of, okay. and they thought that they had won the lottery. Steve Peterson, he they brought him in, man. He came in talk about like going in with a parade and going out under the cloak of darkness. <laughs> I mean, they, they were like pop and circumstances. They were playing the trombones or here comes Bill Callahan. When, when Bill Callahan got fired, he was being accosted by, TV reporters in the backseat of a car being driven by a Nebraska employee out as they, they fired him. He didn't do a post game. He didn't do a post firing press conference. He just scooted out. See you later. And from Damn. then and everything just has been a downward slide. The going to the big 10 was the way of kind of deflecting the, the, the lack of winning. Was, um, oh, now we're in the big 10. Here we go. Right now. Now we're with like-minded universities. You heard that constantly from Nebraska. <laughs> we're with like-minded universities. 
Unfortunately for them, that was Northwestern. That that was how the, the, the performance level was Northwestern's level as the like-minded football success that Nebraska has had. So that was unfortunately for them. But that you know that's where that was their like-minded universities that they're going on with right now. Oh, so, man. I mean, the money's great. I mean, money's meant a lot to the other programs. Meant a lot to baseball. Meant a lot to volleyball. Meant a lot to the athletic department. It just right. hasn't meant it hasn't meant enough for football yet. Ay, ay, ay. We'll see well, if that's what, what happens or not. But it, it's it's certain coaches. I mean, look, you may hate Dion, and we'll get to the Dion Nebraska game here in a second, mm-hmm. but you may, but the new world of college football is perfect for a guy like Dion Sanders and recruiting against him. Dabo Sweeney's Nick Saban's of the world. Like these guys who have been around for a long time, either adapt or die. Either you get involved with this or you're going to be out. Now we may see a change. We may see the tide shift in a couple of years and we may go back to saying we don't like all this, but right now, good luck. Dion is showing up with charisma, passion, and bags of money. Who in the hell is going to follow Dabo at Clemson? Correct. And who would want to? Well, he's he's who's going to you know, win the ACC. He's good old like you know he's like come he did Dabo's like the biggest goody two shoes ever like right that's his whole image like he's just like we're Clemson we're family we do things this way like it, it's just not what the sport is anymore. Well, I mean is. it it can sell to certain kids and certain families, but it still has to get you got to get talent. They didn't look they did not look like Clemson of old. I immediately thought, geez, Florida State may have punched their ticket. They just look different. I don't know. They're even money right now to win the ACC. Yeah. Next closest is Clemson at six to one. Who's after them? Duke. No, sorry, North Carolina. Sorry, North Carolina. Okay, I was going to say. Yeah, North Carolina. But Duke is right there behind North Carolina, too. So that's the team. I think you got to find the other. Carolina puzzle. North Carolina is the piece to the puzzle. The values on Carolina. Okay. You want to make a bet on who's to win the ACC? You don't yeah. want to do Clemson because we think Clemson's dead, which I would agree. It's North Carolina because they beat you South like Carolina. You like to bury people quick like that. I don't, I mean, they can recover from that. That could have just been the first game, a terrible effort no. on the road. No. Live dog. No. It believed and no. then. Disagree that Clemson that was that was last year that was the same team we saw last year. Chat. They, they were gonna they, win the ACC they were right one now. muffed punt for being they were one muffed punt for being shut out last night. Yeah, <laughs> one muffed punt being shut out. And it didn't score. They had three red zone turnovers. Like, huh? It's uh, it's one of those games. Everything goes wrong. Every single thing goes wrong. It was a weird game, according to Dabo. Weird? Weird game. Yeah, we weird game. Boy, that's that's I don't know if that one will pass the smell <laughs> test with the alumni. Which is a better way of being? Should you call it weird or say we're a total embarrassment? Because <laughs> it's you know, either Brian Kelly and you're throwing your entire team under the bus, or you're you know, Dabo Sweeney and you're saying it was weird. The game was weird. Florida State or North Carolina? That's that's pretty much the consensus in the chat right now. Yeah. I would take North Carolina. I, I I mean, look, I'm high in Drake May. I'm high in Carolina. I'm high in the offense. You know, I would bet North Carolina. Is the winner of this conference going to get in the playoff? No. No. Oh. I think that they, there's a chance that the. I was having a talk with somebody last night about this. There's a chance that the Big Ten and the SEC 
two and two. Maybe USC, maybe if they're on the table, maybe they get in, but there's a chance the ACC and the Big 12 get shut out. Not an undefeated conference champ. It can't shut them out. Just, just, just a bit. All, all that would matter is who else is undefeated. If you have five undefeated teams, yes, I think it's possible. <laughs> Rainmaker Lou, we'll see him tomorrow. He's yep. coming to Vegas. He said Pitt. Pitt is not a contender for <laughs> Stop it. Sorry. <laughs> Pitt is not a contender. Two and two would be fun. That would be. Um, it's possible. I mean, it could be Penn State, Michigan. In Alabama, Georgia. For that right now. Oh, Al- oh, I'll sign for that right now. I get one of those. Oh. Or it so could be. Now you get me excited. Or oh. it could be Penn State, Michigan, USC, Georgia. Fun. Fun. Yep. You, you ruled out Ohio State. They're not making it. Well, I have Michigan lose. I have Michigan beating Ohio State. So the question is going to be. What do you do with a one-loss Ohio State team if you're not in the Big Ten championship game? Send them to Rose Bowl and tell them have a good time. What do you mean? Okay. What do you do? So then they're not in, right? That's what I agree. So that's what I, I mean. That's the question. It's going to be because the the round robin, if they all beat each other and they all have one loss, that's going to be the interesting part of the I Big Ten. I think it's the longest time away from that. That's who gets it. If they all tie with one loss, it's the team right. that's been away the longest, which would be Penn State. Depending on who they lose to, though. Yeah. If Penn State loses to Ohio State, Ohio State will have that on their resume. Yeah. They all beat each other and have one loss. It's so it's the three-way tie, I believe. Somebody check it in the chat. Yeah. But the Big Ten championship, you go if you're away the longest or something. It's ridiculous oh. how it's decided. but Okay. Bromel camps in the back. We'll get to is him he? here in, in, in just one second. Yeah. How's he look? Is he ready to go? He looks good. I think he's at the stadium. Oh, really? Yeah. I think he actually, I think it's Bromel Tuesday. Camp. What the hell is he doing at the stadium? Football media day, press day. Oh, he got to go to the press conference. You got to go to the press conference. You got to go see it's, it's Cyhawk week, man. It's, it's a, it's a big, it's a big week. You got to have these conversations. Sound for this game. Again. <laughs> all that other stuff. Hold on one second, Todd. We'll get you up here one and we'll, we'll get it all figured out. Hold on. Let me pull this off and we can do this and we do this and we do. Have you seen the total on this game? Did you check the total today? I have not. One Mr. Todd Bromel camp, KGYM radio in Iowa. Joining us is that the one and only Kinnick Stadium behind you, Todd. It is. Please tell me that you guys can hear me. I can hear you. Wow, you so okay? I, I, I can't say no to you guys. So Parole sends me the link, and then he tells me that I need earbuds. I say I'm on my phone. He goes, "No problem. You just need earbuds." I didn't have any earbuds. <laughs> well, so just because I, of the about, feedback would have been, we would have heard the cars driving behind you. We would have heard everything. So, so twenty minutes ago, I run into Target. And I buy the cheapest pair of earbuds that I can find, and they're not charged. Oh, I've been no. driving around Iowa City for the last 20 minutes <laughs> trying to charge these. So if these crap out in the middle of the interview, sorry about that. That's fine. You yeah, just so get my ch- guy in a tractor here driving by, too. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. No, but the, the, actually, you sound phenomenal. All right, give us the mood there after the win for Iowa, but they don't score 25 points over Utah State. <laughs> under uh, under comes in, so they're below their, their average already for Brian Ferentz to keep his job. And then you watch 
a pretty boring game between Iowa State and, and Northern Iowa. Northern yeah. Iowa never was in the game. The defense for Iowa State dominated that game. Northern Iowa couldn't really do very much. Are Hawk fans excited? Are they thinking they're coming away with a win on Saturday? Or are they very nervous about this trip to Ames? Uh, I don't know if they would admit that they're nervous. They should be. I mean, if you watch that Iowa team, that Utah State is not a very good Mountain West team. I know they went to a bowl game last year, but there was some uncertainties. They had a lot of guys come in out of the transfer portal, but 24 points against that team has me really nervous about this Iowa team. <laughs> Brommel Kip, good to see you, first of all. The chat's going crazy. They love when you come on the show. I'm sure they are. They, 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 it's flowing, Todd, Bravo Camp, blah, 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 blah. The total in the game's 36 and a half, and you want to go under. Like, how many points is going to yeah. win this football game? Well, you guys know what it was last year, right? The the final score, wasn't it 10-7? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. First team to, first team to 10. 10. First team to 10. I don't, he's not wrong. I mean, Iowa State's offense is not good. The starting quarterback obviously is not on the team. Starting running back is not on the team. Two offensive linemen aren't on the team. So they've got big problems right now, obviously, with depth and what they thought they were going to have on offense. Their defense is their strength, and they showed it against Northern Iowa. And – I mean, neither team wants to be aggressive. Neither team wants to take chances. This is, you know, get to know the punters' names because they're going to be called quite a bit coming up in this game, right? Have you ever seen a blocked punt go 37 yards? That's how good <laughs> Iowa's punter is. Utah State got to one on Saturday, and it still went 37 yards. I Look, Iowa State was a little bit better than I thought they would look against you and I, and Iowa was not as good as I thought they would look against Utah State. So, I thought I had a good read on this game two, three weeks ago, even a week ago. And now I don't know what to expect on Saturday, other than the fact that I'm probably going to be bored out of my mind. In <laughs> what's the injury status of Cade though? What, what's the thigh looking like? Cause that, that's my well, number one concern. He's, I'm going to find out in about 10 minutes because he's talking in about 10 minutes inside the football complex. So that's why I'm down here in Iowa city. I think he's okay. I think he's going to be good to go, but I'll know here. Unfortunately, after I get done with you guys, but I, I don't think they would have made him available on Saturday if he was not in any shape to play this week, unless there was a setback that I don't know about. So I think he's going to be good to go, and he gives Iowa an upgrade at quarterback, but I I, <laughs> I don't know what that does for this team. <laughs> so have expectations remained the same, tempered back a little bit for the Big Ten? In the division for Iowa after that average, maybe below average performance, or are we still like going to the Big Ten championship game? Well, you know, I got a, I had a buddy texting me uh, when it was 14 to nothing about making reservations in Indianapolis. And I said, go ahead and make them as long as they're refundable, which they are up until November 1st. So we're good. We've, we've got the Airbnb situation taken care of in downtown Indianapolis. But the schedule, the way that it sets up, they don't play Ohio State. They don't play Michigan. They got to, you know, Dave, they go to Penn State here in a couple weeks, and that's probably going to be a loss. But this is it for East-West. And if they're going to get back to Indianapolis, this is maybe their last best chance to do it. But, man, I just don't know. I, they should have they should have had a better game than they did against Utah State. And that makes me really nervous, especially going into this weekend against Iowa State which it's a non-conference game. Kirk Ferentz will tell you it's just another game. They'd rather go 8-0, 9-0 in Big Ten plays. 
than lose a Big Ten game and, and beat Iowa State. I don't know whether I completely believe that or not, but they feel like they've got a shot to get to Indianapolis this year. So does Wisconsin. So does Illinois. And, well, I would say maybe Nebraska, except they lost to Minnesota in week one. So you're looking at three teams in the Big Ten West, in my opinion. Todd, the running attack, I was kind of surprised. I thought Iowa I, would run I, the ball I'm better. sorry. Did, did you say running attack? Because there wasn't one <laughs> right. on Saturday. Okay. Where, okay. Where was it? Because I was really surprised. I thought Iowa's offensive line was going to be better this year, and they're going to be able to open up some holes against the Utah State front. That arguably, look, Utah State opened the year last year with four straight unders, but one of which was a 55 nothing loss at Alabama. So I, I, I thought Iowa would run the ball, run the clock, and that's why I like the under, but they couldn't really run the ball. How big of a concern is that going into this week? I, I think it's got to be a major concern. We were told all summer long that the offensive line was better than it was a year ago. We were told on media day that they had come further than they were last year. They brought in a all Mac transfer, Rusty Feth out of Miami, the Red Hawks program. Uh, they've got in another junior college transfer. They were supposed to be better. And then you look at the rushing totals against Utah State and they were not pretty. All right, I don't want to keep you too long. This will be the last one for me. I'm wearing the Reds hat. He's wearing the Bengals stuff. We're going to talk about Cincinnati. But I know you're a Cubs fan. And yeah. you bet on the Reds back in the, the summer and to win a division and all this other stuff. How do you feel about the Cubs' chances to catch the Brewers and win a division? And follow-up question, what's it been like waking up in the dark every morning and how's the adjustment <laughs> to the schedule? <laughs> All right. Well, they're two and a half back, I think, yep. of the Brewers right now in the Central. I think they got a shot at chasing them down as long as Justin Steele stays healthy. I don't think he's going to win the Cy Young, but he's going to be in that top three. For a team that didn't do much at the trade deadline, they're right where they need to be right now. I think there's three up in the wild card race. Um, yeah, the, the, the Reds at 50 to one, I got the value. I just didn't get to the finish line on that one. So uh, at this point now, I'm just rooting for the Cubs to chase down the Brewers. And I think they've got a good shot at doing it. And what's it like getting up in the dark? Uh, you got it. Well, it's Tuesday, so I got to be here in Iowa City anyway. But you, I saw one o'clock and it was like, that's cutting into nap time. Paul <laughs> told me, Paul told me 60 minute nap. He was absolutely correct. I, I did it last week, the first week in the mornings, and it was perfect. So it's, it's so been key. a change. I love it. I love it. I love the morning. Great. Ooh, that's great. Yeah, it that's really awesome. is. It, it's so important. That nap, it, it powers you through the entire day and it yes. keeps you, in particular with a family and kids, to yes. have you, you got to be around, you got to be up. You can't be like, daddy's went to bed at six o'clock. What's going on? It doesn't really work like that. So wow. yeah, the, the, the nap is huge. All right, last one. Give me a score prediction, okay? Because I, <laughs> I told Dave, I want 39 points from a total perspective. Dave told me I'm crazy. It'll never go back to 39. You're never getting it. And I was like, all right. So 36 and a half. It's, it's the number Dave always says they want to put up a number. That's going to make you stop and go shoot. What's the score here? Is it better to bet the side lay the three points in your mind that Iowa wins by three, or is it better just to keep the trend going and bet the under never take a side in this matchup. That would be my first advice. Uh, it just, I, Iowa could go win this thing in Ames. Iowa State could win two years in a row. I really look. If there's a play on this game, it's the under. It, it just 
Shit. They're they're both gonna, I think, be fairly conservative. Uh, although Iowa State did reach into the bag of trips four years ago in 2019, uh, the last well, one of the last times the game was in Ames. I I wouldn't play this personally, but the play here is the under. This is going to be a 21-14 type game match, in my opinion. And I could be wrong. I'm wrong about a lot of things, but <laughs> this is not going to turn out. You know, we were there. Uh, I can't remember what year it was, maybe 15 years ago, and it was 44-41. It was a triple overtime. It was a thriller wow. match. You may have you may have still been in Iowa at the time. Yep. I don't remember. But this is not going to be a 44-41 triple overtime shootout. This is going to be two defenses going up against it and sort of a war of attrition. Yeah, I, I can't. 17-10 final. Whoever wins 17, this game. 17-13 for me. 17, Guys 13, in the chat, 17, put 10. your final score in the chat and tell Bromel Camp, show him the BVB love. Thanks. The under. Todd, thank you so much for doing this from, from Iowa City, from Kinnick. We really appreciate it. Enjoy the football press conferences. We'll talk to you down the line, all right? All right. Thanks, guys. That See is Todd, Todd. Bromel Camp, BVB brigade member. Always yes, love sir. when the brigade members come on in. He went and fun. got headphones just for us. That was I, good. I, I very much appreciate him doing that because I, did, I didn't, huge, I didn't yeah. tell him he had to have headphones. I just said it would make it a lot better if you had headphones. Well, just sometimes when you tell people they feel I, like that. Yeah, I'm not, I wasn't commanding him. I said, hey, use headphones because if you don't, all that crowd noise, all that sound gets you know in the way. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? John just came in the chat, said two nothing. JPC to four said three two. Final He's not score. wrong. I mean, Konowitzki 13 10. There's not a person to put over so far. 2013 for me, Ron Sean, Roginator 17 14. Yeah, I, I think it's just Damn. one of those, it's just one of those games that you just bet it and forget it. It was kind of like Rutgers last week. It, it's right. you, you don't you don't really watch it. There's so many good games in week two. This is not one of the good games to watch, but it's a bet that will cash. This is a watch, or this is a not watch until the total's in peril. Fine. It goes fourth to the quarter, fourth yeah. quarter, and it's so 20 let, to 13, and you're like, uh-oh. Let me run it through you. Okay, he, here are the final scores for Iowa-Iowa State dating back to, let's go back to the last one I was at personally, which is in 2011, which is what I was there for the triple overtime game, what he was referencing. I was there. 44-41? Yeah, I was there. How is that even possible? So. Uh, Camp just has a picture of Cade walking in, so I guess Cade's walking around. Oh, so guess, the, all right. the, the, that's the, good. Iowa leads the series 46 to 23. Last year, it was 10 7 Iowa State. That snapped a six year win streak for Iowa, in which they won 27 17, 18 17, mm. uh, 13 3, 44 41 in overtime, right? 42 3. That was the real beatdown. Wow. 31 17. Oh. 2017, 27 21, 9 6, and 44 41 in triple overtime when I was there on the ele- on September 10th, 2011. I don't know how low you got to make the number. I mean, obviously, they did it a couple books. They put 33 and a half and said, go ahead, bet over. Bet them all the way up to 36 and a half where it's sitting right now. You're dreamland if you think you're getting 39. You better I mean, take multiple naps I know. and wake up. <laughs> they ain't no getting a 39. Remember, though, so we're, so we're, we're, we're looking at 
you know, 27 points for Iowa. The, the, the last time, last three times Iowa's played, uh, sorry, last four, uh, five times, last five times Iowa has played in Ames. Iowa has scored 27, 18, 44, 31, 27. Oh, okay. When they've gone over there, they don't show much in week one. They always right. have a cupcake in week one, and then they show everything in week two. I'm Jeez. I'm really tempted to lay the three points. I really am. It's four. It, okay. It, oh, the four. Bye bye. Fine. That's I, cool. I'm really tempted to to just lay the points with Iowa, and not worry about the total because I think the total is going to be literally gripping your couch for the entire right. fourth quarter, yeah. going, oh no, oh no, oh no, every time. Right. So well, a part of me just says, I think Iowa wins the game going away. By the way, Santana just came in the chat and said, breaking, breaking. No, oh, sorry. Yes. Travis Kelsey's questionable Thursday night football. I did that while we were talking. Hyperextended knee. There you go. There what it is. is that? Oh. Hyperextended knee. Travis Kelsey says for Thursday night opener versus the Lions is uncertain. My gut tells me that he does not play. Oh, man. Well, it's down to six. One place is at five and a half. That was fast. Totals down to 53 or 50. Is a tight end worth two points or a point and a half? I mean, they're just going to bet it. They're going to take it, you know, a half point. It was six and a half. There's no more six and a half. It's DraftKings already went to five and a half. We're trying to get to the bottom right now. Wow. Whoa. How much handle is on that Thursday night opener? Uh, let's see. Depending on the matchups of the week. Uh, other than the Sunday night game, it's probably the biggest handle game of the day or of the week. Oh, it, it's, it's it Thursday. Well, no, cause football Sunday, the first Sunday is gigantic. Right. That's why I thought people just pour it on, but it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a big decision. It always okay. is a big decision. It's, it's the first one that you've had in a while, you know, where yeah, since, like the, since the Super Bowl numbers. Right? Yeah. Well, no, there's NBA games that have big decisions. There's, I mean, there was probably Stanley Cup games with okay. Vegas being in it that had gigantic decisions and swings. But this is the first one after a summer of we need against the Dodgers, we need against the Braves, we need, you know, like you get a lot of things happening. Um, and then they key this game to everything else for the weekend. So uh, the handle doesn't even get fully reflected okay. today or Thursday. So. We'll go back talking about the NFL in a little bit. We'll do baseball here in just one second, yep. but let's put a finishing touch on the on the college football conversation. Uh, have you seen the prices for Colorado, Nebraska ticket prices? No, this is a big. T- I mean, I guess it's Colorado's home opener. What two hundred two hundred and twenty two dollars was the cost to attend the entire season for the Buffaloes last year? They stunk. Two hundred and twenty in two thousand two. You were two hundred and twenty two dollars. You could have gone and saw every home game the Buffaloes played. The cost of attendance to the game on Saturday, the average ticket price right now is four hundred and seventy six dollars. Would you pay a dime to get two tickets to go watch Colorado Nebraska? There, no. Not in any life. I'm trying to think of like in a certain situation, if I was with some, no, yeah. absolute. Would you? 
No, never in a million years. I would sell my, if I had tickets for, I have friends of mine who have tickets in this game. They bought it, they bought it quick and early. Who are going to the game in Colorado. Husker fans of mine that are going to Colorado. You had I'm this like, discussion. We had this discussion. I was going to go. You were they gonna asked go. me. Yeah, they asked me to go. They, they right. right after Prime got hired, they bought the tickets. Right. And they said, we're going to Colorado. You need to come. It's a quick flight. Just fly to Denver. They have, we have a place for you to stay. We have a ticket right. for you. Come right. on over, do whatever you, come on up. And I, <laughs> I was like, I was all ready to go. And then I was like, yeah, I can't now. They're like, what? I'm like, I'm doing a proxy service. I got to be in town on Saturday. I can't not be here. It's week one of the proxy service. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you guys have more fun anyway. I'll just be a fly in the ointment. I'll just be a pain in the ass because I'll point out things that the Huskers suck and like, you just won't like it. <laughs> right. So go have fun. Yeah. Before we were talking about even the proxy service stuff, we were talking about going up there, doing yeah. a show Friday. Yeah. With all these Nebraska people coming on and doing it, and then go into the game Saturday, and then uh, so now we'll go to them. So now we'll just try to figure out when we'll we'll go to to Omaha. Omaha, yeah, Creighton, Iowa. Let's go. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. December, right, right, right. We're gonna put trying to put that together. Way better, way better on that. Uh, Yeah, I don't. I'll be very curious. Everything is going on up there. Fox College, their version of game day, whatever they call it, big noon kickoff, whatever they're calling it, that's they're going to be there. Oh, they're going there because the ESPN's yeah. going to Tuscaloosa. Everyone else is going to Tuscaloosa. Everyone Fox wise is going to Denver, gotcha. to, to Boulder, to to watch Colorado and Nebraska because that game is on at nine o'clock Pacific time, <laughs> nine a.m. Pacific time for Prime and Nebraska, which that game very well might put you to sleep. So, if you're a little bit hungover for the night before, you may be on the you'll be on the couch. Asleep. What do you mean? You don't think that's going to be an exciting game? No. Nebraska. I think the Huskers take the air out of the ball. Oh, I think they I think they play keep away. Tuesday, you say you say Huskers. That's where you're leaning already. Yeah, I'm leaning Huskers to win the game and taking the air out of the ball. And yeah, I I, I think the number three is right. I think it's a one possession game, one way or the other, just like every other Nebraska game. Right. But I I wish I got that sixty five. Because that's that game is going to be a 24-20 type game. If the, but the question is, can Nebraska score 20 points? I don't know if they can 59 score 20 points. and a half is where that number's settling right oh, now. Oh, it went back up. Good. Yeah. Well, that's good. All right. Give me back, give me 61, 62. Give me somewhere in that range. Give me over 60. I'm in love with the under. Wow. Yeah, hmm. give me some. Let's let's buy it back up. Because the guys who who took 65 now bought it back up at 56. They have a 10-point middle. Doesn't happen very often in college football, but that is a good number. That's a good <laughs> shot. That pregame? Yeah, that's phenomenal. I mean, you could do that stuff in-game. You can't do that stuff pregame. That's 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 a pretty good shot. They they spotted the not fake number, the wrong number, pretty quickly. Quickly. Start hammering yeah. it. Arctic, yes, Omaha. I didn't mean that. Like I, I said it, I I said Omaha, like we're going to Omaha. I I've heard nothing but good things about Omaha. Oh, that's phenomenal. Yeah. Right. So the quarterback, not the DB, but the quarterback for Colorado, one of the two sons for Dion. Yeah. Has NIL deals currently with, with Gatorade, one, Mercedes, two, Under Armour, three, and beats by Dre. Four. Do you think we'll ever cap how much money a player can make in the NIL world? Because I need to know how much money Caleb Williams is making from the Wendy's deal because most NFL players like Travis Kelsey or, uh, or Patrick Mahomes, 
when they're doing these national campaigns and they're the face of a brand, like these are legitimate, like eight figure type of deals, right? Like this is like 10, $12 million you're paying for a guy to be the face of your brand on a national ad campaign. Well, a professional athlete is different than they're not getting that same number. Why not? It's all about impressions. Yes, you are. Same number. I don't think so. I think you are. If you that's why will there be a cap? There better not be. How could there be a cap? I don't know. Shouldn't there be some type of how much money you can make? I mean, I know it's capitalism and you want to say make as much money as you can, but at some point, how much is too much? The whole thing is too much. It's already past that point. Now a kid gonna capitalize like this, he's gonna get it all. It's just You know, at some point, it's leading to some turmoil within, right? It's The the one benefit, I'll say this. We always make the point that no pro basketball player would ever throw a basketball game because the amount of money they make is so much more than whatever a gambler could give them. It would be dumb for them to do it. Right. League minimum is $450,000 to play in the NBA. It's stupid. You won't, you know, you're not going to take it. It's the referees who might take it, but the players will never. The more money these college kids are making in the NIL market, they're going to be like, you want to give me 50,000? Get out of here. It's a joke. <laughs> I make that with one tweet. I'm not throwing my college career for you for that. One tweet can get 50 times. We got to get on that program. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Whoa. Depending on what, what the brand is. That's how Liv Dunn from LSU makes as much money as she makes. Multi, multi. She, she, it's crazy. She's making so much money that she has started an NIL agency to do on deals. How to do it. On how to do it, but also to to help her teammates get it as well. I I love that. I mean, you know, help the boys and girls if you can. That's great. I don't know. It's so awkward because I saw it with Kylie and the opportunities that they throw at everybody. Like in a JUCO level, I can't imagine that top level and – the spotlight that you have and the things that must come across. What do they do? Text them? Do they like DM them on Twitter? No, you DM on Twitter or your agent. I mean, you can have agency now. You can have an NIL agent. So, I mean, Liv Dunn was the, was the test case. You know, she had a big social media following because of her looks and because she was a star athlete for LSU doing gymnastics so her Instagram got more and more popular. Then her TikTok got more and more popular. Then right. someone said, okay, let's take the audience and go to a brand and say, hey, do you want her to market your brand? And four big brands jumped on board. And she's now, a, she's American Eagle. She's- um, What a deal. Uh, she has three different clothing brands that she tweets, that she texts and tweets and does all you know Instagram pictures for. for. Well, if anybody wants to DM us, I'm at Sports BK and Sig. You're at uh, Sports Talk Matt. They can't DM you though. Boston versus the book. <laughs> no, just tweet at me, and then I'll yeah. tweet at you back, and I'll I'll DM you. Yeah, my DMs are not open completely. Mine are, too many so. people sliding into my DMs. You know what I'm saying? I know too many teleshots. I know. I'm off the market. I told you that. I'm retired. I don't want no more of that. Please, you heard her yesterday. Did you see the all the number of people? I got I got more people texting me yesterday. They're like, you got to have a segment for Jessica every week. I said, please don't let her take over the show. I don't not. Oh, I I let her take over the show. I'm good with it. Let's go. Man, oh, man. Fridays. We got to come up with some fun name. You know, 
something that oh. we can like um you talk to her about it you two talk yeah. you're on the same level it's work it out <laughs> i'll just come and listen talk all right smack the baseball we go the astros cross the rangers not one back-to-back but twice the same two players last night go back-to-back for the astros that's hard to do is it not <laughs> i mean the chances of that happen. it's ridiculous come on can't i mean it's so hard to do to come up in the order and do it again that's I are the Rangers done? Are you ready to do the soliloquy for them? Or are we are we, are we no, just bet the over again tonight. Oh, just the total? Yeah, it's bet the over again. Man, the Rangers season is just slipping away. Eight and a half. Choom. I I I I wanted to bet it last night. I wanted to bet Astros run line. I've had very poor success this year on the run on my, on my run line betting. So I on the road, especially. Just in general, there's run line betting on the road. I just, I, I would prefer to bet run line on the road. Yes, honest. of course, because you get the guarantee yeah. nine at-bats. But. but I just, the Rangers bullpen is so bad that I'm like, Framber's actually got hit really hard by the Rangers this year. Right. ERA's, ERA's over six. He's 0-2. Opposing batting average for the Rangers is over 290. So he's, I think he gets hit today. The Rangers bullpen is going to get torched. So they have no bullpen. So you like over to, I just bet. I just said, you know what? I'm not going to lay at plus one forty. I like it. I like plus one forty Astros run line, but I'm more comfortable than in the over. I like that Astros logo from back in the day. Yeah, it's okay. People love it, man. I know the Astrodome is such a dump. You were there. I've been there. Yeah. Look at that side was- thing. That's the 1986 all-star. Wow. Game. God, it's really nice hat. It's just not a nice part of, I mean, there's not many nice parts of Houston anyway, but oh, it's, 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 we're it's never going to Houston. It's just not we're never place. going to Houston. It's not a nice place. Didn't Here like living there. Did not worse did not, than Connecticut. Never lived in Connecticut. So I can't tell you. I've only visited Connecticut Wait. multiple times and drove through it for my whole life to get through, you know, to, an actual, to, to go into like an actual place. You have to go through Connecticut to actually get to a real place. <laughs> so you have to go through Hartford and race your way through that decrepit place and then get the hell out of the state as fast as possible. Try <laughs> That's fine. I have no issues with that. I can go to Richfield to hang out with my aunt and uncle. That's good. I, I got a place to stay in, in Connecticut. Hopefully not in Hartford, you know. ESPN somehow decided to, to, to somehow decided to put it in Bristol, Connecticut, and everyone likes it so much that they live 45 minutes away in West Hartford. <laughs> I mean, think about that. They're like, we're going to put it with our, our headquarters in Bristol, Connecticut. You, I can all, it's cheap land and cheap places. And everybody who works there is like, fuck you. I'm going away in West Hartford. I want no part of it. <laughs> I'll never forget the first time I talked to Neil and he really opened up about what it was like living there. I mean, he had to get out. Yeah. He's like, I'm, you have a job, a dream of life. He's like, I can't live here no more. I just can't do it. From I mean, somebody from the West Coast and throw them there, he was I mean, like, yeah, That's how much pull Mike Greenberg has there. Because Mike Greenberg said, I'm not driving anymore. I'm living in New York City, and I'm not coming to Bristol. They built him a studio. Right. That's why they built that studio down on the pier. Because everybody refused to go. All their big time stars were like, we're not coming to Bristol, Connecticut anymore. We're not doing this. I'm living in New York City. You're paying me millions. I can live here in, in an unbelievable place and love my life. Not coming there anymore. And they're like, all right, we'll build you a studio. We better do it because, yeah, they're not coming. 
Mm. So then they built the studio on the pier where first take comes out of and all the other places now come out of. So, so you like over. Yeah. And I like Astros run line, but I bet the over. Right. Side. It's tough. I don't know what, uh, I don't know yet about Evaldi. I, that's my problem. Evaldi's going to go four innings. Hold on. That's it. He's going to go four innings. How many pitches, how many pitches would you let? He's so vital to them in the playoffs. Yeah. Why would you ever let him go more than like 75 pitches tonight? Uh, I'm looking right now. See his last start. Hold on. Last start was in July. That's it. It's so okay. Yeah. This is this is his first start. This is his first start on a rehab assignment. He's only thrown bullpen sessions. He's on a Oh, Dave Dunning is the option to piggyback behind Evaldi. He's not going to throw more than 40 to 50 pitches. Okay, even that's right from MLB. So look, so have fun with that. Wow. Bullpen's coming in the game. Over. Valdez has allowed four runs or more in seven of his last nine starts. He's three and three with a 5.08 ERA in that span. And against the Rangers, he's 0 and 2. Over to. He's in against the Rangers, he's an 0 and 2 with a 6 ERA. I have Valdez is 0 and 3 with a 5.51 ERA in his okay. last three starts versus Texas. That's 10 earned runs in 16 and a third. And that one, one of those starts was last year. Oh, he started two games this year against the Rangers. Sorry, big business. I'm just saying, not saying, gotta be Astros and over. Yep. I would agree. So Justin Steele is three to one to win the National League Cy Young. You're right, he is. Snell is the still the odds on favor to win it for San Diego. But last night, last night happen. Snell was great for the Cubs. Steel, Steel. Sorry, who was I say? Sorry, Steel. You said Snell. Sorry, Snell and Steel. Steel and Snell. So Steel was great for the Cubs. Yes, last he night. was. What do you do with this? Because he had 12 Ks against the Giants. He was dominant. And he looks like a guy who you would say is a Cy Young Award winner. I mean, you've got Strider, Snell, Gallon, and Wheeler as the main. Gallon's done. The, okay. I, I, I thought I don't think Gallon. He's falling out of favor. His number keeps going up. Nobody's sixteen and three. Gone. He's tied with Strider for the league for the league lead for the major league lead for wins. Two fifty five ERA, and he is second in baseball amongst qualified pitchers in ERA only behind Blake Snell. This is steel. Yep. That's steel. Yeah. I mean, there's people I know saw both on social media and was told from someone else, they got like 80 to one tickets on steel. Good ticket. Yeah. It's really good ticket to have right now. Is there value on him at three to one if you don't have any other tickets and you think he can win it? Yes, there is. But this is going to fluctuate every start, right? Like the next time Strider goes, if he has a really good outing, he'll go up to the lead. Mm -hmm. Then the next time Steele comes around, does the team success come into play for you for betting it? If you were going to bet it, I hate betting these. No, it's only for voters. I think for voters, it does. It does, right? Yeah. I think if Steele's pitching in the middle so of September. you don't want Snell then because they're not winning anything. 
No, but I, that's me. If, if I was a voter, I don't know what the voters are going to do with it. These are the same voters that give Mike Trout MVP trophies when his team's been out of it since July. Well, why you can't bring him in here? We're I'm just saying people don't vote on. I would vote based upon the pressure of the pitch. Are you playing in a big game? Snell will not. The Cubs will. Strider will. I would eliminate Snell. I would, I would not even have him be on. He's not an option. He's not even a voting possibility to me. Oh, Connor Winsky just jumped in there and said the Braves could rest Strider. They could. Not, not start him for the last week or something to set up the rotation. That's a good point. Although they're going to get the one seed. Um, I like Steele. I like this bet. Guys in the chat, put in your National League Cy Young Award winner right now. I think it's really only those four, obviously, right? That's it. It's right now, I would rank them Steele and Strider, then Snell, then Gallup. But yeah. who do you guys think, girls in the uh, chat? I, I, would, never- I think it's a good bet. I think three to one is a good bet on the Cubs, Justin Steele to win the Cy Young because of what he's doing. He's hot, and the right. Cubs need him to be hot because oh, he's been in. Tremendous starter for them all season. This isn't just like this didn't just come on. Like when he's pitching against a team that strikes out a lot, and the Giants strike out, I think more than anybody in baseball. Fair. Um, we just got to set out the reminder the rest of September when the Giants play like a strikeout pitcher. Put it in the Discord. It. Put it on the show. Tweet it. Whatever. But it's time to bet the over. pitchers they're going against the. It's pitching against a giant strikeouts prop over. So here are the teams competing for the National League wild card. The Phillies have a pretty good lead, five and a half spots over a uh, game over the Cubs. 76, the spot, yeah. 76 wins and 61 losses. The Cubs, though, they start this run. 74 and 64 Chicago Cubs, number two. Three game lead on the Diamondbacks, 71 and 67. Mm. They have uh, they are tied with the Reds, who are 72 and 68. The Miami Marlins are half a game's back at 70 wins and 67 losses. And the Giants are one game back after the loss to the Cubs at 70 wins and 68 losses. Mm. And, I mean, technically, the Phillies are still within striking distance, even though it would be very difficult. Because the Cubs are three games back in the loss column. The, the Diamondbacks are six games back in the loss column. Sell it seven for the Reds. And six for the Marlins. But they've played one more game. It's going to be fun. Which team isn't? uh, So that's one spot, four teams? Well, really, it's 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 six teams. It's six six teams for three spots, really. But, Willie, let's just put the Phillies in. Right. Put the Phillies in. It's five Five teams teams for two spots. Two spots. Yeah. Every start, every win, everything is extremely important for those teams. Yes. Playoffs start now in a lot of ways. Um, Friend of the show, Joe Sheehan, does a tremendous job with his newsletter. Mm. If you guys are baseball fans at all, he wrote his latest column. I get the newsletter, joesheehan.com. Just go and sign up, whatever. But he did... He took the fan graphs percentages and then broke down the schedule. Ooh, okay. The Cubs and Diamondbacks have seven games left against each other. Wow. That might determine their fate if one of them goes six and one against each other. It's going to knock the other one out. 
the schedule is so different this year where they're not playing division teams. The Reds are legitimately still in it. They don't play one team above them in the standings there. They play, they're going to determine the American League Central. Wow. The Reds are playing the Twins and the Indians, the Twins and the Guardians more than they're playing anybody else. Whew. So that's it, fun. It's it's great. I think it's going to be a blast coming down the stretch. So mm, agreed. Get some good series start soon. So haven't done one of these in a while. What? You haven't done the Otani watch, but we haven't done it in a while, but surgery is coming for Shohei Otani. But the question is what type of surgery agent for Otani yesterday saying they're still weighing multiple options on the proper course of action on the right elbow for Otani. But according to the agent, he's in a good place mentally and received positive feedback from several doctors oh. Otani took batting practice before the game. He winced in pain. They pulled him with a right oblique tightness is what they called it yesterday to undergo further testing for Otani. He looked very awkward with the swing. It was not a good scene, but it wasn't an elbow situation. It looks like it was a back or an oblique deal. He most likely does need Tommy John surgery. Oh. The question is going to be when it's he's most likely going to need to have the surgery done. It's an injury to the ligament in a different place than what he had it in 2019. So it's a different place, different tear, not the same place that he had it in 2019. They are thinking there might be another surgery they could do to repair it without having full-blown Tommy John. But when asked about, will he be a two-way player? The answer was yes. He's still going to be a two-way player. Well, they have usually. to say that. Of course, they he actually hits the free agency. Yeah, of course, everything's going to be fine. There's <laughs> nothing to see here. We're going to fix that thing again, and he's going to go back to doing what he was doing. Right. Make sure we pay the money. Like that's it. Should just say that at the end. Everything is contingent on us getting the money. Then we'll figure it out. Do you feel like he may be getting bad advice here? Like, I think he's tired. I think he's tired. I think he's worn out. I think he's banged up. I think the guy needs to stop playing baseball for a while. Like, sit him down. There's no need to play meaningless baseball games anymore. Angels are out of it. Sit the dude down. People coming to the ballpark to see him play still? Yep, but it doesn't matter. His agent said there's an operation with a shorter recovery time that involves using an, an internal elbow brace but it's unclear whether or not that's on the table or not. I don't want the agent talking about my medical condition. If I'm Otani, like I tell the guy, zip it. Quote, Just multiple doctors looked at this and they said, this is the best case scenario for the situation we're in. That's a really interesting word sentence right there. Uh -huh. The ligament itself and the graft that was put in with the ligament in 2018 is still intact. No problems. And that's a real positive to take away from this. That's not. What I mean, what, the spin control that's going on with all this, it's just turning my stomach like just, geez, what? Just, you're right. Just rest. Take a nap. You just talked about how good the naps. You'll oh, yeah. feel better. Take a nap. Like the rest of September. Just, just come to the ballpark. Wear the pullover. 
Yeah. Sit on a bench, wave to the fans, and sit and enjoy when the game. He, when the agent was asked about what happened on the August 3rd start in which he came out with cramping in his right middle finger and then declined to have anything looked at, declined the MRI, declined the doctors to examine him, mm-hmm. quote, there wasn't any issues with the elbow, no issues with the shoulder, no problems. He was good to go. The fatigue thing really was, I think, blown out of proportion. People were just assuming that he was breaking down and there should have been signs for people to notice, but that wasn't the case at all. Except that numbness in your middle finger isn't normal. Not good. It's a sign of what's going on in your elbow. <laughs> because that's what, I mean, for those of you who do stuff, you know what carpal tunnel is. So like I've developed carpal tunnel from boxing. Oh. So gripping, whenever you grip oh, something really- portion of the show. Go ahead, continue, sir. But when you grip it really tight, okay? Mm. You, the, the, this is from boxing. You grip your fists really tight. Okay. You, you said when you grip it really tight. And I just yeah. go ahead. <laughs> Versus stop. Yes. Oh. This causes elbow problems. It cuts off the circulation. Oh. Okay. So okay. this is that's why you wear braces. If you have carpal tunnel, you can wear a brace oh. at night to leave to let the the blood flow, but you feel it in your elbow. Like carpal tunnel comes from your elbow. Mm. So Tennis elbow, same thing. It comes from your elbow. It's squeezing your hands really tightly. So like the idea that like his hand, someone saying, well, the shoulder and elbow were fine. It was in his hand. It's just medically stupid. Like it's a, it's a dumb comment. Anybody who knows anything about athletes would go, yeah, one of the first signs of elbow trouble is forearm tightness, uh, hand problems. <laughs> Look, this is what Evaldi is dealing with coming back tonight for the, for the Rangers. He had mm. forearm tightness, which everyone's really concerned about. Is that your the beginning of the UCL ligament starting to fray? So I don't get it. I, I I find it the whole thing about like he didn't want to be looked at. He knew his elbow was messed up. He just didn't want to tell anybody. Right, 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 right. Biggie J twenty seven said, "Swing a hammer for a living." LOL. That has to be a pain. Of course. With the with the with the elbow thing. Carpal tunnel, all the different things, you know, UCL injuries that will happen. You know, there's all things that, that tennis elbow, all things that will happen. I mean, I, I wake up after I box consistently. I always I wake How up. How do you feel today after the workout? Oh, I'm yesterday? sore. I'm sore. Are you sore? I'm Can you lift sore. your arms up? I can, yeah, but I'm so sore. I, I'm sorry. No, I'm just it, actually it's not my shoulders are sore, but it's more like my Cool. My legs in, in different parts of my legs because I can run, but when you're going around in circles in, in a boxing ring, it's you use different muscles than what you're used to using. So I'm I'm more sore <laughs> like walking around the house. I'm like, oh, that's sore. Oh, that's oh, sore. Yeah. So I was gonna go for a run this morning. I was like, yeah, I better not push that. I'm a little bit I'm a little bit tight. Tight. We'll, we'll do that. At, we'll run. We'll run after the show. We'll do some good stretching and then go for a run after the right. show. Right. Not before the show because the weather here in Vegas could not be more beautiful. It's. I'm afraid to jinx it. I talked to somebody back east today. I talked to uh, hot in New England. It's hotter there than unbe- here. Unbearably hot. Uh, almost a hundred degrees with ninety five percent humidity. Humidity. Yeah. I said I'm outside. The sun just coming up. It's sixty five degrees right now. It was gorgeous. Perfect. Yep. It's awesome here. So I'm going to go for a run later today. So it's 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 good stuff. Uh, okay, time for 32 teams in 31 shows. So here's the story. We are doing the Bills and the Jets on Monday before Monday night football. Okay, so if you're following along on the pro football talk post-draft top 32 list, you'd go, wait, this is not supposed to be the Bengals. 
That's why we're doing the Bengals because we're taking it now. We're at, we're at four, three, two, one until Friday. And then we'll do the other two Bills Jets on Monday when they play each other on Monday night football. Just right. FYI on that. So today, the Cincinnati Bungles, I mean, Bengals uh, going in here. So a lot of people call them bangles, like the bangles, bangles like the music band. You remember the oh, yeah. bangles? Walk like an Egyptian. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. Well, my mother loved what, she was gorgeous. What was her name? The lead singer of that of, of the of the Bengals? Uh the lead singer of the Bengals. Someone's gonna know it in the chat. It wasn't Belinda Carlisle, was it? I don't know. Um uh, lead singer Bel- of the Bengals. No, but she was gorgeous. Brunette, she was yeah. oh, big, big childhood crush. Could you do it? The, the walk like an Egyptian thing? <laughs> That was what everybody was I think doing. Everyone back. could do it. I think I was eight when that when that song came out. Yeah, I was in high school. Were you really? Uh, yeah. Walk like an Egyptian came out in uh, 1986. Yeah. So yeah, year. I was I was wow, same year as the worst sports year of my life. Wow. 1986. Oh, that's Reds. when the Red Sox lost. Red Sox lost in the World Series, and the in the in the squish, and the Patriots got destroyed by the Bears. 86 was the worst, my worst year of my childhood for sports. Yeah. Heartbreak in the beginning, heartbreak in the summer. Big Brown Eyes. That was one of their other songs, the Bangles. Who was the lead singer? Somebody come in and chat and tell me. I can't remember who it was. Uh, it was um the Bengals were lead were sung by Suze. Uh that's, there we go. Uh Susanna Hoffs. Susanna Hoffs. There it is. One star gore off. Susanna Hoffs. Yep. That's who that's who I was thinking of here. All right. Bengals, uh ten and a half. Games win total juiced over minus one forty five at most books. Last year they went twelve and five. That should be that's not twelve and four. Twelve and five. Sorry, they went twelve, 12 and five, five last year. Yeah, 12 and four. Still do it. Still do it. Everything was sixteen games back in the day. Yeah, the brain just goes. It's twelve it's and five. Just, yeah. I see twelve wins. I think twelve and four. Uh, reason right. to be excited. As stacked of a roster as you're going to find as anybody in the division. Joe Burrow once again will be an MVP candidate if he stays healthy, which is a very big concern, obviously, because if he doesn't stay healthy, their season is toast. Injuries late last year, in particular to the offensive line for the Bengals, really wreaked havoc on their ability to perform in the playoffs. Division will not be easy, as it's the best division in football, arguably. Coming up here this season. So here are here's the schedule for oops for the Bengals. Let's see if we can find 11 wins for the Cincinnati Bengals. I, I think not block Sonic. The guys in the chat said I blocked Sonic. I didn't see Sonic say Susanna Hoffs. I apologize. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. You didn't block. Thank God. I, please, I don't want to block anybody else. I didn't know I blocked anybody the first time. Tyler's back in the chat. Thank goodness. Do they open up 0-2? No, no. They could though, right? They could lose at home to Baltimore. Wouldn't be the most surprising thing. Is he healthy? Is is Burrow fine? Do they say he is? He's just starting the season like nothing's wrong. Mm-hmm. He looked like that calf went down, like he got shot, ripped right out. Bam. Yep. I mean, they're going to win the next two. Afterwards, yes, next three. Split the first two and then win the next three, four and Fair. one. Yep. And then Seattle, tough game for the bye. They're winning that game at home. Five okay. and one. All right. I say five and one to the bye. Yeah, most likely. And then buckle up. 
<laughs> at San Francisco. Lose. Home for Buffalo. See, I think they win that game. So that's six and one. Holy crap. That's seven and one then because they're beating Houston. Seven and two, lost to the Ravens on the road. Pittsburgh comes to town. Steelers, this is their team that can't beat the kryptonite. Can't we can't 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 beat them right now? Eight. Jacksonville on the road. Lose. Oh man, really? Yeah. All right, I'll go with you. Indianapolis at home. Win. Nine. Minnesota at home. Come on, home team going to Cincy in December? No way, 10. Agreed. At Pittsburgh, at Kansas City, back-to-back road trips. They're already in need of That would be outstanding if the Steelers could beat them. I don't think – but they could go to Kansas City and win two. They go two and one. I think they they win two of the three games in some order. Burrowhead on New Year's Eve day. Going over that season win number, aren't they? Yep. It's 11. Yep. That's why it's juiced to where it is. Damn. Can they win the division? Hell yeah. No. Will Will they win the division? Hmm. I don't know. You did that thing with the Ravens last week. We did the Ravens. I don't need, I don't need the Ravens to win the division, though. That's the beautiful thing. I think yeah, they could, I but I don't need them to win the division. They can get there as a wild card team. If one of the two, if they go two and zero, um, against the Ravens, they win a division. If the Ravens go two and zero against the Bengals, they probably win a division. If they split, then it could be. Oh, say they split. I think I think I I like Cincy better to win the division. Although we did that schedule, how do the Ravens not win eleven games? Oh, it's going to come down to whoever wins twelve. I think whoever goes 12 and five wins the division. That's the number. Can we uh, agree to say it's not Cleveland? Yes. Fair. <laughs> Three team race. Yes. Cleveland will not win the division. I would agree with that. I don't think the Steelers are going to win 12 games with their schedule either, but that would be awesome. If but all three did. could be in the playoffs though. I think all three will be in the playoffs. So, I got to do the video for the Jerome Bettis show later today. I'm going to be on a Jerome Bettis show nice. this fall in Pittsburgh. Good. This other thing. The Steelers division win, they have a on uh, on their app, division wins for each team. There's a number. Steelers division wins is two and a half, <sighs> minus 138. Over. How is that not one of the plays I give out on the first show? Over. They go three and three in a division, right? At worst. Yep. Agreed. Split with the Ravens. I mean, beat the Brown, beat the Browns twice, and then you win, you win, you win one more. So, well, that would be outstanding. That may be problem going to Cleveland, though. But I mean, I don't know. I think they, they win in Cleveland. <laughs> Sorry, Percy. No, no Cleveland shade right now. Oh, uh, if you like the show, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, get used to the Cleveland shade as much as he likes to, you know, hammer. Can I get you hammer Cleveland? Uh, Cleveland's a great place to visit. Don't get me wrong. Damn fans. Oh, those Browns fans. You got, you got the, the, the Browns guy handy. 
in the in the thing that the mascot guy, the AI guy. Look at that guy. That's the Cleveland guy. <laughs> Come on. I mean, seriously. So there will be Cleveland shade. The Ravens guy. Look at this guy. Still I can't right. say nothing about the Steelers guy. Where's the Bengal? You got the Bengal? Oh, I didn't pull the Bengal. I should have pulled the Bengal. Oh, we needed the Bengal for today. I didn't pull the. I didn't pull the Bengal. You and this dolphin. You really like this dolphin. <laughs> no, I think there's it, your Packer. I, I just think. I just think he's not. I, I like this guy. That guy I like. That guy I like. He's cute. I, I like that guy. He's cool. This, I, I have no idea what that thing is though. Like, that's just weird. I don't like that guy at all. He's he's weird. Uh, I, I don't know why. I wish he's... I had one of them hard hats. I would actually. I would wear it for the video. You would? Oh, yeah. I mean, the Yenzers will love the, the videos. That's, that, 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 yeah. The Bengals people guy. from Pittsburgh like to really pump up people from Pittsburgh. So I'm looking forward to doing Wait, that. You, but. You're like Iowans? You guys are like Iowa people? A little bit like you, that. You obsess, yeah. you obsess over the Iowa people? I mean, they took our uniforms. They just, <laughs> just they did. I mean, they asked. but Here, for you. Here you go. It, Look at this guy. Now, I like that guy. That's a bangle. No? Why did he make that? Like, I don't know. He's a weird-looking dude. He's going to get carpal tunnel. Look yeah. how tight he's squeezing at. He looks like he's, I don't know. The eyes are just weird. It's, I like the stripes, though. The stripes are nice, but the facial the facial features looks like some like weird acid trip. Like It's just a weird, like, this doesn't look right. It looks weird. Like his head's caved in. Like, see, 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 see he's got like, nose is smashed. Yeah, he's got like caved, a little bit. His right? forehead's caved in. I can't figure it's out why. It's so why is his forehead have his caved in? Smooth. It's weird looking. Yeah. It's a weird looking thing. <laughs> <laughs> looks like somebody kicked him in the head. <laughs> Just <laughs> oh, like the divot in the yeah, middle. Yeah. It looks like he took a shot in the fight. He got split open, and his eyes are crook are cross eyed because of it. <laughs> right. I just, I don't know. I'm just not a fan of the, I'm not a fan of the Bengal. Just one of those things. But yes, Put I do. In the chat, boys. We got a nice over. crowd in here. Everybody just piled in again. And what was it? Almost 12 o'clock. Hey, yeah, look news. at this. On the nose. Where do they come from? I don't even know the time of the day. I just look in the chat and go, oh, there's an influx of people. It must be noon. Thank you all for joining. Who cool. is winning the AFC North? Ooh. Put it in there right now. I think the Bengals. Uh, you say Bengals. I'm going to go Bengals. Yeah, and but I think Ravens. You bet the Ravens to win the whole AFC. Yeah, because they can do it multiple different ways. And I, I need them to win one game. Get the divisional round. I can start hedging off of it. That's why I bet it. I think, think the Ravens will win one game. So uh, your Steelers are playing the 49ers. Nick Bosa has not done a deal yet to play in this game for the 49ers. According to head coach Mike Tomlin yesterday, they are preparing for the Niners to have Nick Bosa available for them defensively on Sunday. He thinks the deal will get done between now and game time to put Nick, Nick to put Nick Bosa, excuse me, on the field. The line disagrees though. We're seeing nothing but money come in here on the Steelers. We're now down to two and a half. There's two twos already. Today. Okay. So then there you go. People are betting it as if Nick Bosa is not playing. Damn it. Why is that? Damn it. I don't like when I bet my team. <laughs> I don't. It loses more often than not when they do it this early. The total's down to what? 41? Running. Teams. 
It's going to be a snoozer, isn't it? No, oh, I don't know. Tight defensive game. I mean, it's not. It's funny. The games of the weekend are on Saturday, not Sunday. Whoa. What does that even mean? They're all There's playing NFL games on Sunday. But the NFL games are all, are good games, but they're like the heat. The real like, oh, my gosh, let's go type matchups are all on are on Saturday. You mean Raiders Denver doesn't do it for you? No. Miami and the Chargers? No. Somehow we got Philadelphia, New England. How did That's they get the game. late window? That's a great game because it's That's on ridiculous. CBS. It's on it's on um CBS, right? So what? Doubleheader. You want the late night Sunday afternoon audience to watch Tom. Tom it doesn't play anymore. Tom is gonna be there the entire game. Over under number of times Tom Brady's on TV on Sunday. So what? That's what the TV people want. People like watching Tom Brady. I don't. I just. That's I, why the game. You have to. Why is the game in the afternoon window? I'm telling you why the game's in the afternoon window. That is why. Like Green Bay, Chicago. Okay, that's in the Midwest. Put it in the afternoon window, and then no. it's Las Vegas. They Denver. want. What is the it's biggest Miami audience? And the Chargers, what is and the biggest audience? All teams in the Pacific Time Zone. What is the biggest audience on CBS every single week? The one hour prior to 60 minutes. That oh, football game. Uh, okay. They want the biggest audience. They want the biggest game. Makes perfect sense. Put that game in that window. Brady, Brady, Brady. Get ready. Philadelphia, New England. Yep. So Get ready. Give <laughs> me a lot of Brady stuff for that. Uh, if you are a fantasy football player, how worried you? People that do like fantasy that watch the show. They do. Thank a you. lot of them. Yeah. If you drafted Cooper Cup, how nervous are you that he's going to see a hamstring specialist because this guy is the Rams offense without him they're in deep trouble it stinks for the whole league when one of the best guys is questionable because like when do you take him you know like we we got JJ watching the show James Jernigan the 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 valet guy who mm. he just did his fantasy league he picked seventh would you take him seventh overall knowing this can't hamstrings are so they just, if he's seeing a specialist, he re-injured it. They thought he was okay. He re-injured it. Now they're going to go back and see what their best course of treatment should be. It doesn't sound like he's playing anytime soon. Rams very well might punt the season just to get the first pick. The kid stays home? I mean, not home entirely. He but goes right from USC right over to the oh, SoFi? Yes, possible. Cade Williams? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Williams? I mean, oh, yeah. So, no, Brent, I don't – if Stafford, as it doesn't matter. You draft and that kid, he stays home. Oh, there's not even a it's, – it's, uh, Yeah. It's just done deal. Don't even ask a question. You're doing it. Yes. Open and shut. Do people watch 60 Minutes anymore? Yeah, it's still – I mean, there's two shows on TV that are the longest running news programs out there. Meet the press, 60 minutes. I know, but do people still watch it? Sure. Oh, yeah. People still watch Sunday morning. Remember Sunday morning with Charles Kuralt? Of course. Right? So people still watch that show. Only because it was on, but like people don't watch it. <laughs> That's so true. You didn't have to <laughs> that is so true. That show is like watched by everybody just because the fucking thing was on. Like you, nobody like, wanted, nobody wanted to watch that nobody show. Nobody wanted to watch it. Was it? Like, you're just like kids. This is a show called – it was Sunday morning with a guy named Charles Kuralt. I used to watch it because I laughed. Like, my last name sounds like your last name. So I'd watch it. 
and like it was always oh, like this oh. it had like the bubbling sp- the brooks oh. of like in vermont or the waving fields in nebraska oh, and they just that. just have like they did the the moment of zen that youtube does before youtube did that like that's where youtube stole that moment of zen type of thing was from sunday morning and they would just have that random nature thing going on like a you know a hummingbird buzzing and just be up for like 30 seconds you'd be like you'd be flipping by you'd be like what what's that why am i watching why is that on tv and it would just go and then they'd come back and that guy's like deep somber voice you'd be like hello there are people in the Midwest who they talk very, very soft. Well, and summer. You got that. You still got that in you. You were like yeah. smooth jazz DJ. Yeah. So that was, that was, that was always, I used to always laugh at that. Whenever I used to watch that as a kid on Sunday morning, waiting for the NFL to start, it was always on at like nine 30, 10 o'clock and the pregame shows would start at 12. Right. And you're just trying to get to the pregame shows. Like out West, never watch that show. Oh, never. I guarantee. Why would they ever? There's no need to, right? Never. Right. You're sleeping. You don't yeah. watch that show if you unless you live in the East Coast time zone or you still have a rotary dial changer on oh your my. TV and you didn't want to get up and change it. Right? Just put that on. Remember my, my mom yeah. used to have it on a background noise like At, what yeah, for in breakfast. the hell is this on for? It was always like a very like serious adult topic. Oh, only like adults really cared about it. Like it was like a bridge game happening in Bridgeport that had happened for 30 years in a row. And everybody was so excited about this bridge game that, you know, these, these people who multi-generations play in this bridge game. Like, <laughs> like who, who cares? I really like that voice. You go when you do that, though. that was good. The that Charles Carroll, the Charles Carroll voice. Uh, one more before better to book it. Uh, front office sports. They are reporting the NFL is strongly considering putting games on NFL Plus, the NFL streaming service. Hold on. Time out. What in the – sorry, Will. What the fuck is NFL Plus? You know what it is? Yeah, NFL Plus. I got to get more shit to watch their, the games? It's their That's new it. streaming service. NFL Plus is if you want to buy the All-22, you want to buy the Red Zone, this is the NFL streaming service. It has two levels. One is $6.99 a month. One is $14.99 a month. And they are now, after 2024, they are strongly considering that they will put games, standalone games, which eventually will lead to the NFL. Wait, they're going to mess around with the Sunday night football and the Monday night football? Just standalone. They could take one Sunday game. They could take a Saturday game and put it on there, like they do with Peacock when they you know, for college games. With the, the NFL, they're going to do this. Yeah, I'm out. So it's starting I'm, I'm when these con- when, when these contracts are up. It's coming to this when the contracts are up. You are going to see the NFL one day own its own property, own its own broadcasts, and all the ad revenue, all that money will stay with them. They won't need NBC. They won't need CBS. They won't need Amazon. They won't need no. you know, anybody. Nothing. They'll just do it themselves. Man, oh man. What a world. It's beginning to come down to that. And that will be wild because for people in the media, you're talking about a lot of jobs are going to go away in the media. Right? It's a lot of halftime shows, sideline reporter, play-by-play people who then could move over and work for the NFL, I guess. But now you're working for essentially the NFL network and you're working. You got to be real careful what you say publicly. Oh boy. Can't be criticizing owners. Can't be criticizing anybody. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. I don't think that's a, do you think that's a good idea? No, but they don't care because they want total control. 
Oh, hell no. Seriously. I mean, the NFL network says that their people have complete autonomy. They can say what they want until you talk to someone who works the NFL network. Right. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, they say that, but it's not really true. Not, uh, yeah. That, you, I mean, you can't report. It's understood. You like you, you it's, watch it, right? Right. Uh, it's propaganda. I mean, you're watching the propaganda channel, which is fine. Speaking of propaganda, did you see Crunchy Beaver's super chat? No, but we'll do that in bonus time, though. Well, he didn't ask because he's just a comment. Oh, okay. he, dropped, he dropped a good one. The Ravens AI is the best one, in my opinion. Since he over, unless Burrow gets hurt, mm. I think they beat the 49ers off the bye. Mm. Jessica should be a semi-regular guest, too. That was a riot yesterday, LMAO. I don't think – I don't I, – this Crutchy Beaver would love you. And you keep dropping these dimes. I would appreciate it. Please. This is good. Talk about propaganda and controlling the message. She's going to come on here. It's going to, I don't know. I, I can't stream the NFL. I don't like the Thursday game thing already. I didn't like it last On Amazon, year. right? It just, it's fine if that's the only thing I'm going to watch. But if the game stinks and I want to just change the channel to a baseball game, it takes like five minutes. I got to get out of the app, switch the thing. Are you following the ESPN versus Spectrum story at all? Sonic is talking about this. Another versus thing. We got a lot of people versus a lot of people here in Boston versus the book. And a lot of versus ESPN versus Spectrum. Involving Disney. Uh, Disney. And Charter Communications have a corporate dispute that has caused millions of Spectrum customers to lose access to the all Disney-owned networks, including ESPN. Uh, titled, I can't see this stuff. Yeah, titled "Here's What You Need to Know About the Disney About the Dispute Between Spectrum and Disney Entertainment." It's a predictable propaganda piece aimed at getting customers to pressure Charter to cave its position. "Quote to cut through the noise." Here are some of the important points to consider as the dispute disrupts one of your, one of the biggest TV weekends of the year. Okay. Uh, it basically just goes into this whole thing, but they're telling everyone to download ESPN Plus. Basically, what they're saying is they're telling all Spectrum customers to cancel Spectrum and download ESPN Plus and, and, and get Hulu. Get Hulu for live TV and get, and get Disney Plus. Wow. Yeah. So uh, going to war with, with Spectrum folks in a big, big way. So wow. Santiago Garza came in a chat, said, my cable is Spectrum. And right before kickoff of the Utah game, they pulled they it. Just cut the feed. Yep. They put up that little that 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 warning that 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 screenshot saying contact you contact Disney to tell them to break the stalemate between char- charter communications and Disney over their channels, over payment for their channels. What in the hell is going on? This is why not just the NFL taking over their own stuff, ESPN will take up their own stuff. ESPN will be direct to consumer soon. Cable companies are going away. So that's what that is. It's another shot in the the whole cable company versus content provider war. Damn, son. That will that will continue going it's, on. It's gonna get ugly. Yeah, not it's it's not stopping anytime soon. So if you have Spectrum, it's not ending. You don't have access to the game on Monday night. That's the next big, big I mean Saturday obviously is big. Game day 
is big on Saturday. Can't watch game day. Can't watch some of the ESPN games, but then the Monday night football game between the bills and the jets, right? It's going to piss off a lot of people, <laughs> but you can watch it on ESPN plus so you can get around it, but you have to go add another streaming service, which I, it's like adding another app on my phone. Oh, get this app. You could do this. I have enough apps. Like I just, I don't want to keep swiping. Like I got to go five screens deep now. Cause I have all these apps. And I do you you watch NFL games on your phone though, won't you? Hundred percent. I can't stand watching a game on my phone. Really, I don't feel like I see enough. Like I just want, I just want to enjoy the game. Lay on the couch on your phone and watch the game on your phone. Yeah, that's awesome. I love doing it. It's phenomenal. Watch your ears. It's the NFL story of the day for you guys who are on uh, Sirius XM. You'll get to use to the stingers and the noise and everything else. You'll be like, what the hell is that? And why did Matt say, watch your ears? Just FYI on that. You guys are going to text 702-570-8255. We got, got some coming in from Hawaii for today. We got a Hawaii guy coming in today. Yes, Take care of him after the show is over. And then we will get to some other, uh, the bread men are all coming in tomorrow, right? When are we, what, what, Thursday for them? What, what are we doing? Uh, Wednesday, Thursday? I think the boys, some of them are getting here tonight. Others are getting here tomorrow. Lou will be here tomorrow. Haven't coordinated if we need to pick them up or what. The sheriff van might be in service. Oh. Depends on what the wife's doing. Listen, if I can pick them up, let's save them the, the aggravation of getting picked up at the airport and dropped off right now. That'd be worth it alone. Mm. That's true. Yeah. Uh, 702-570-8255 is the number. Um, when I say the word Chris Mortensen to you, what do you, what comes to mind? Uh, Mort was one of the long time, first time insiders. And then he beat cancer. Those are the two things I think of. So he announced this morning, he is retiring after the NFL draft after 33 years. Chris Mortensen will step away from the NFL, step away from reporting in general to focus on his family and his health. God bless him. It's amazing. But that, I mean, Mortensen, Chris Mortensen was one of the first insiders. When Chris Mortensen reported it, you 100% believed it. No doubt. He had it when he, when, when, when Chris Mortensen reported it, it was like, oh, wow. Nobody questioned him ever. Lock it in when his report came out. It is the end of an era. <sighs> it is. This is, there's not going to be another era like that though. Like now Correct. with everything. So, I mean, there was the only way to get it was when Mort said it. Yeah. Like there wasn't an internet. There wasn't a, a, you know, social media. There wasn't alternative. Like it was, what did he say? He talked to who? Whoa, it's never going to happen again. It's there's not going to be anybody like that. He did it for so long. Well, the gatekeepers are gone. Like he was a gatekeeper. He had yeah. he had all the access. Yeah. Much like Woj for a long time was a gatekeeper for the NBA. And then Shams and other people came on board to do their thing. Those individual gatekeepers are, they'll still be like the guys who lead, but there won't be the same exclusivity as there was with Chris Mortensen. And then there was Schefter. And then there's Rappaport. We've seen others. 
yeah, but the 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 stuff that not that they don't report stuff that's breaking or interesting or whatever, but now it always feels like I never really worried about Mortensen's credibility. No, never. Ever. Nope. And as I get older and you guys are here and like stuff, I don't know. Yeah, I question everything. I always did. But when Mort said it, I was 99% sure there was that was it. Like there was 1%. Now when people say stuff, it's at least 50-50. Maybe, maybe not. Why is he saying this now? What what's the talking? yeah, what's the angle? Right? Like what, what are we what, doing? what are you using it for? Yeah. What's the leverage point? Yeah, it's true. But after it's it, we got some time obviously to say goodbye to him, but the, he announced that this morning that this is his last year covering the NFL. At the when once the draft hits in April in um where's the draft in April? Shoot, Detroit I think where the draft is. Oh, yeah, I think it's in Detroit. Um, right. After it's over, he will step away from covering the NFL to focus on his health. Time for better to book. <laughs> Who are listening on Sirius XM, you don't know what better to book it is. Uh, I gave Dave three bets. What's wrong? Why are you laughing? Mikey Awesome just said some poor fella's 93 Toyota Camry speakers just blew out <laughs> because he was listening through the old tape to headphone cord plugged into his phone. You can't get Sirius XM doing that way, by the way. So FYI, <laughs> no one, no 93 Toyota's got Sirius XM, but for you to <laughs> listening on Sirius XM. We appreciate you guys. You can always follow the show on social media at Boston versus the book. Better to book it. Dave, I give him bets. If he likes it, he bets it. If he doesn't, he books it. Thus the name, right. bet it or book it. We are starting with the Orioles. Team total today over four and a half at minus oh. five today. Baseball. Three baseball plays back, for you. Baby, you're back. Yeah. I told you last week on Thursday you would be back. And no choice. There's no football tonight. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you might partake in some WNBA or some other no. just to avoid baseball. But no, we're back with baseball, bro. I'm happy. Orioles um, will score a lot tonight against Reed Detmers oh. in particular because that bullpen is horrific. They score for Dean Kramer. Over to. He's gotten great run support. Nine and seven runs in his last two starts. Four and a half minus a quarter? Mm-hmm. Let's check. Team total. Yeah, I like this one. Yeah, bet it, bet it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Orioles uh, into the Dodgers. Over seven and a half. Marlins and the Dodgers. Dodgers number one team on the road this season to overs. Yes, I know who's pitching. Better to book it. Like Dodgers team total over better or no? Lazardo. Yes and no. I do think that that's decent. Yes, but Kershaw, call it a hunch, call it whatever you want, but... The Marlins, I think, might be able to get to Kershaw, and I think they get to the bullpen for the Dodgers even more. Mm. Kershaw's last uh, three starts, 9-1, yeah. 6-1, 7-1. Damn it. Hesitant on Dodgers, team, Dodgers team total was not out. Full disclosure, Dodgers team right. total was not out last night. So I did like it. Team four, I think it's four and a half. What is it? Four and a half? Yeah, four and a half. And then yeah. three and a half is eight. Yeah. Here we go again. Total right. in the game, seven and a half. <laughs> Just won't use the regular number to add it up. Um, why am I hesitating? I got to trust my gut here and say book this one. Okay. 
two five, or three games Dodgers. To Possible. I think the Marlins are going to score. They need it. Oh, they if you think it. the Marlins are going to score, bet it over. That's what I do. That's what I did. Yeah. I bet it over. I think yeah. Marlins score. Bet it over. And then finally, over eight and a half Rangers Astros. I know was pitching, but Framber's gotten punched up, beaten up. We're going to get this open quick. We just talked about it. Evaldi's not yeah. pitching. He's on a pitch count. Got to bet this game over. Well, I mean, or just wait in game. And if they get through an inning, it's going to come down so yeah. fast. You can right. get over seven and a half, but I, over eight and a half should be good. Yeah, I like that. Over eight and a half Rangers and the Astros. Okay, for you guys who are on Sirius XM, this is one of the things about watching the show live and why if you like the show, if you caught the show, you can go find it on YouTube at Boston versus the book on YouTube to catch bonus time. In bonus time, we take the audience's questions. They can do a thing called a super chat in which they go ahead and basically say, guys, talk about this. They hit a button, they get pay a buck, and they go ahead and, and get us to talk about whatever topic they want to talk about. So you won't get that on bonus time. If you want to get that, you can come find us on YouTube or on Twitter and find the show at Boston versus the book. And you guys are going to be able to watch the bonus time. If you're on Sirius XM or Sports Grid TV, thank you for being with us. For you guys who are on live for Twitter and on YouTube, do not move. You guys are getting what we call. Bonus time. All right. Well, hold on. Let's see what the super chat. We have any super chat stuff to answer? I don't know if we do. Uh, we do not have super chat things. We only have Crunchy Beaver. Uh, let's see. He said, I might miss tomorrow lives. Here's another one. My gosh. Thank you. Hello. Thank you. He said, he said um, fuck the NFL plus. I'll stop watching it if they do that crap. Greedy bastards. You should do a vote in a poll if your audience wants Jess as a regular. <laughs> they all do. I mean, I'm a regular every day with her. But do the yeah. audio pods have bonus time? Yes, Sonic. They do have the, the, the entire show audio wise is on the podcast. Yes. So if you hit, if you subscribe wherever you get podcasts, Spotify. Yes. Podcast yes, app, I, yeah, all yeah. The stuff. you get the whole show. I would prefer people going. I, I love the audio listens. It's great. I'd prefer people to be on YouTube. I prefer them coming on here to watch the show because they get a better feel for what the show looks like when you're watching it versus Correct. listening to it. But yes, Correct. the full show is available. And again, audio. we've had so many calls, meetings and different things about explaining the show. <laughs> it's not Boston versus the book, but that's what it's called. Bostonian. Bostonian, yes, but it's it it's at Boston versus the book, and then you know you might see some other stuff with the versus thing. We're not always against each other, no, but it might be perceived to be as such because if you know some other versus things pop up, <laughs> they're against each other. We're with each other, and the people that watch the shows, the brigade, they're with us. But we can be opposing opinions about things and that's what makes the world go round. so yeah don't be a bum hit the thumb bonus time it's bone all here. us bone us time he said <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong <laughs> didn't really put the emphasis on the right <laughs> hyphen got me huh now i see what you're saying it sounded different when you said it. I said bonus time. And, and he said bone us time. Right, 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 right. I'm not doing that right now. No. It's good stuff. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, only two. Okay, so we'll go to favorite thing about today. Favorite thing about today is what? Um, 
I got up this morning and watched the sunrise. Wow. And just had one of the moments of reflection again, like with all of these announcements, there's a lot of things changing in the world. There's a lot of people going through a lot of shit. Like there's, you know, a lot of assholes in the world too. A lot, a lot, <laughs> a lot. And we're, we're building this thing in such a, a, a stressing of the positivity of it, which I love. But there's going to be people. Which is entirely all you, which you deserve all the credit for this. It's Because I would take a motherfucking flamethrower to about 15 people right now. If, if it wasn't, if you not holding me and saying you are not going to do that, I would literally, I have a, I have a running list of people that I would literally light on fire and watch them fucking burn in front of me. And I'd have no problem with it. Look at your so, arm. Did it? Yes. Look at your arm. Uh, yes. But you're right. But you're right. So, uh, this is you. This is the credit to that goes to you. And I think you are a hundred percent right. I'd rather live in a world of positivity, but you would say we sometimes, and it's really, you're the one guiding the ship on that, which I very much appreciate. This is, and it's a good thing. It's a good thing, but there's people out there that aren't on board with it. And that's okay. There's people out there that are watching a show they don't even say thank you. No, they don't. They don't. They don't like just recognize like and be. Uh, you don't have to give credit, but just know that stuff comes around. Like, like we. T- I talked to a zillion people. I was up this morning before the sun came up. I did the pirate videos. I watched the sun come up. I'm talking to people back east. I hear things. P-Road hears things. We've been around town a long, long time. I'm just telling you. Like, we got brigade members. When we do Roll Call Fridays on the show, 38 states are represented. There's people all over the country that like us and want to be a part of the brigade and each other. You know, we're working on the merch thing. Yes, we got meetings today with people about other things. Yes, we got the show on Sirius. Yes, we got the show on TV. Yes, we're doing everything we can. We got the Brigade Proxy Service. We're meeting a guy from Hawaii today right off the plane. It's mm. great. We're fucking working. <laughs> you guys know it. We know it. Yep. For those of you that you know, want to do whatever it is you're doing and want to say what you want to say, I'll say it for P-Roll today. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> just, just stop. Just stop. And if you, and if you say it, say it with your chest. Oh, I can't wait to watch the rat run. Say oh, it with be, your I, chest. I, I, yeah, that's going to be fun. That's all. Yeah. Say it. I mean, because to me, say it to me. No, 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 no. Say it to me. They always do is they say it to me. Right. Well, say it to me. Say it to me. Right. I go, I go, what are you talking about? Hold on. Do you know? No, you don't know. I ranted about it on cash considerations last week and I thought it was done. And then we get these calls and texts and other things from people. And I'm like, man. A lot of people like to talk behind a keyboard or oh, to yeah. other people. Text, big, 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 big. They're all big men when they're texting people, right? Just say hello and say it right to my face. And then 
I know. You deal with him. Yeah. Because <laughs> it ain't going to be good. If you tell Come me, on. I can prep you and say, you know what? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because he's coming. And I can't stop it. And I don't even want to. I'm going to be behind him waiting for the, <laughs> sake, the second shot. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's it's really true. Today uh, and it ain't even noon. Oh, it is true. Noon. It is noon. It's twelve thirty. Uh, I just want to say a quick shout out to Stevie Mac, who uh, has been off for work doing a bunch of different stuff. Him and I communicated a lot yesterday, and I want to tell you that I'm thinking about your brother. I, I think that you, what you're doing is awesome. I think uh, to admit a lot of the things that you can say, I'll, it's your business, so I, don't, I I won't air it here. But I think you're on the right track. And I know he went back. He told me, Dave, that he went back. And he watched this segment. He missed a month of shows and watched this segment. Just went and watched his, the favorite thing about today. He wanted to watch it over and over again because of what this segment, how much it helps him to hear us talk about these things. That's great to hear. So I really appreciate him. I appreciate anyone else. You can always reach out to us and have conversations. I'll communicate as much as I can, but that's one of our OGs and a guy who's been with us for a long time. And so, you know, I, I wanted to want to give him a shout out that we're, we're thinking about you. I know you can't watch the show all the time because you're working, but I know you go back and watch this segment. So I wanted to say that we're thinking about you. We're with you. Uh, and if you need anything, just let us know and we'll be there for you Always. on that. So uh, like, subscribe, leave a review, all the fun stuff. Hit the thumb. Don't be a bum. As Chef Benny loves to say, we are back on a Wednesday to look ahead. Got a lot of fun later right now. I got the, I got Thank the heart you. doctor appointment. Yes. We're later tomorrow than normal. Yes. We'll yes. be probably somewhere around. Make sure everything's good. 2.30-ish somewhere. Start time somewhere in that range. Is that FYI? 11.30 Pacific. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So. It'll be a midday show tomorrow on the West Coast. Yeah. But we'll Lunchtime have it show. done before the East Coast. There's yeah. no football tomorrow, so it'll just be baseball. We'll be fine. Yeah, we got a lot of things to break down Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. We got a lot of games to get into. Week one of the NFL, week two of college football. We'll need the extra days to get it all in for Wednesday, Thursday, all coming tomorrow. Later than usual, BVB. Tell everybody in the uh, Discord channel, 1130 Pacific, 230. Tell them all Eastern time for BVB on a Wednesday.